Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto alarm rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. If you ain't holla at the hook, then you pay too much. If you ain't holla at the hook, then you pay too much. (laughs) But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh, shit, I messed up already. Oh, shit, (laughs) sir. They know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my God. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and, and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is. Also, I have my lovely co-host. Artesia. <laughs> and you are now listening to The Reality Is podcast, where filtering becomes extinct. Today's episode of The Reality Is is brought to you by Spreaker. So listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. I always try to yeah, read with some kind of... Let me, let me try it, let me try it again. Because I, I try to think about, like, what would you do if you were on actual radio? I think that was it. Is it? Yeah. I'm going to try it again. Let me get my, let me see one more time. Today's episode of The Reality Is is brought to you by Spreaker. Listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. Good job. Was that better than the first time? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. if by better you mean louder. That, sure, maybe that was not? it. <laughs> so we got an event coming up on August 18th. We want to start promoting this thing um, efficiently and effectively. I think we've been promoting We have, but last time we waited to the end of the podcast, and I was like, you know what? We're going to start this one off by doing it right at the beginning. Oh, okay. So tell them a little bit about it, because I don't have anything in front of me to read it off, like a script, and you're pretty good at, um, what, what is what do they call it um, when you have a, you can see something once and you just remember it? I think it's eidetic. Eidetic memory, that yeah. is. That's it. Okay, so it is our second installment of our Speak Easy series. Why are you talking so proper? It's the second motherfucking installment. Didn't you ask me to do this? Yeah, but I just don't want you to go into <laughs> that report of no, us. It's I our second installment. Because I don't sorry. have it in front of me. Either. So you have to be professional so in order to, to deliver in order the message. For me to remember it. And now you just threw me all the way off track. All right, well, I'm so going to be quiet. So again, yeah. it's the second installment of our Speak Easy series. Mm-hmm. It's um, an open dialogue on dating, relationships, and sex. It's featuring Naj Ellaby out of um, DC, DC for the Mind Over Matter, Matter podcast. podcast. Shout out to the, the homie. Event is taking place on Saturday, August 18th at Place at Perry's at 7:30 at the Place at Tyler. Correct. I just wanted you to correct me. <laughs> Tickets are available at www.robertsmediagroup.eventbrite.com. And they only fifteen dollars. I knew you were gonna and just with like the, clockwork. And, and with only the, fifteen dollars. And with the fifteen dollars, you get <laughs> well, not drinks. But for fifteen dollars, well, there, bar- there will it, be a it, bar. There will there. be a bar. There will be a paid <laughs> bar. But for the fifteen dollars, you get to get into the building. You get mm-hmm. to hear some great music by 
uh, trailer music. Mm-hmm. You also get to hear uh, good poetry. Yes, spoken um, word. Spoken word from a, a great Most people ma- in Dallas know uh, Trowan. Yeah. And then our other poet is Neek Wrights. So, you yeah. got that. Then you got the panelists where myself, Najiella Bill, the Mind Over Matter podcast, Frank Minicun of Melanin Origins, T.C. Hughes mm-hmm. will be on there. And we have um, the former president of the Urban League here in Dallas, mm-hmm. Michelle Williams, who will be the moderator. Uh, moderator of the event. And the thing about it is while we're up there conversing about what we like and don't like about dating and relationships, Mm -hmm. the women that are in the crowd, the men that are in the crowd, there will be a microphone for you guys too to engage, ask questions that you may be scared to ask anywhere else or have that conversation that you're scared to have with anyone else. You can have it there. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about all that. We'll be talking about the heartbreak. We'll be talking about why we take so long to get married, what makes us want to get married and what we're looking for in women. And I think we have four guys from the range of 26 to 45 mm-hmm. giving their perspective so and these are not just like random yeah these like, are quality men yeah one is married frank Menacun. he's married tc is not i'm not and Najee is not so the range of 26 to 45 i mean we covering a lot of bases for the millennial and i don't know what frank old ass is considered but uh <sighs> Wow, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He's oh yeah, you know. Have something oh to my say. God, you know. Soon when as he heard on the last episode, when I was like, "Hey man, tuck your dick, Frank." Adia's got the podcast. She's running the Quiet <laughs> Podcast. You know, he was in my inbox talking shit already. You just said that though. Yeah, that's what I said, and and you know. He has something to say, but definitely, man, we want you guys to come on out, man. Um, I want to give a shout out to those who do not live in the state of Texas, who do not live in the city of Dallas, and yet and still you're buying tickets and you're supporting us and you're promoting the event. We definitely appreciate that. Um, We will have a drawing later this week where we will be releasing tickets free tickets Mm -hmm. for people to come to the event. We'll tell you what you guys need to do in order to win these tickets. Um, Hopefully by Wednesday. It's my fault. I've been procrastinating. Yeah, I I thought there was going to be. It should have been out by Friday. Well... Well, it's actually, still ahead Monday. Of schedule yeah, we, we planned are. on, you know. Very true. Yeah, so, so we're good. I also want to give some birthday shout outs, man. Today is my Aunt Pat's birthday, Aunt Patricia Branham out Happy of Tyler, birthday. Texas, man. Happy birthday. I don't know how old you are, but I know a lot of people say with women, wow. you don't need to tell their age anyway. Oh, she put it all over social she media. Did. She did. She is she, proud like that. She used the hashtag 25 plus 25 plus one. So I'm assuming that will make her 51. You know, so crazy. I was going to say, well, happy 25th birthday because I know women like to kind of stay in yeah. that age range. It's like that age of perfection where the but body is plump and doing it so she still she, is yeah she had my mom acting all kind of out of character on social media exactly. so happy birthday to you unpack <laughs> happy birthday to my cousin george abbott in texacana texas man we appreciate that um happy birthday to the homie heather uh, my ex-co-worker man i appreciate you and happy birthday to you happy birthday to my classmate donna williams out of houston happy birthday to you happy birthday to the homie bo um, Bo Scott, oh. man, uh, yeah, oh, his okay. birthday is Sunday. Awesome. I'm I don't 30. know when we're going to record again, so I guess I'll have to go ahead and say happy birthday to my homegirl, Diana. And also Diana's, birthday? Home, Diana's birthday is coming up next week. Yeah, happy and birthday. And also my homegirl, Sorenda, she's right behind her. Dopey so. and sleepy. They just stay together, don't they? Exactly. Man, happy birthday to both of y'all. Happy birthday to my homegirl, Talisa Ross from Texacana, Texas. Happy birthday to the Chicago homie, uh, Deron Edwards, man. I hope you are having... Yeah, it is. I hope you're having a great time. I think he went... I don't know if he went to Miami or somewhere, but hopefully you're having a great birthday weekend, man, and and week with your lady and yourself, man. So we got some good news today. You hit me up today. 
Yes, I did. Go ahead and look it up. Boy, you look like, oh, shit, that came up fast. God damn. <laughs> I actually forgot about why you, why, why you, it. Why you're looking that up, though? You can go ahead and look it up. I'm not going to have to look it up. I'm but good. I, I still want to tell people, um, as well as that, we want to give more shout-outs for people to follow on social media, follow their brand, follow their work. First of all, I want you to follow the homie um, Awesome Black Dads out of Chicago, Illinois. Man, he's mm-hmm. doing big things um, for black men and the image of black men and changing the narrative of men, uh, black men not taking care of their kids. We do. We always have and we always will so make sure you check out him on instagram check out the homie um jason and richard gray they are over on zumble they have this online and interactive card playing game on social media so check them out at zumble also the talking greasy podcast it's a dope podcast by the homie uh i had to clear my throat Broderick, what's his last name? We're not going to give his last name. We're just going to say Broderick Darnell. So, uh, Talking Greasy Podcast, <laughs> check him out, man. You can check him out on Apple Music, SoundCloud. I you think he's on Stitcher. Good. On Millennial Love Podcast, check those uh, millennials out. It's two girls, one guy, and they have a phenomenal podcast here in Dallas. Check out the homie Poster Boy with all the videography and photography here on the podcast. He does that. Also, check out the Mind Over Matter Podcast, the Red Boy Radio, and more, man. We... I'm just trying to give some love to people. Mm-hmm. This whole Neela McKean thing when old girl rapped last week mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, and, and, and everybody was talking about that shit. And like I said on Instagram, Erica Badu put her out there. When Erica Badu, du, Babu, when Erica Badu put her out there, respect the queen. Will Smith started uh, doing little Instagram stories and mm-hmm. shit and posting her video. Comment, and it was a dope baby, video, but it's everybody. like by those shares, she is now known for a craft. That she's good at and the one that she's been doing for quite for some years time. man and she's been like i went back through and watched uh, some of her older videos and she had been tagging you know big name celebrities for, the for quite some time and literally all it took was erica badu to post that and then it just went like hey it's just yeah. it's, but that's that's the importance and i was telling you that when i saw that i was like that's why it's so important when you get to a place of like will smith or erica badu you do go back and look for that other talent. Yeah, even course. even if you don't bring them on or give them any money, simply retweeting and reposting now is promotion. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. So if you could do that, man, you could do anything. So just share somebody's shit, man. Yeah. Please. And even, I mean, you don't even have to be on that level either. You like. don't. Now, I did see this on Facebook this week. It was a, a video going around, and it was like a talk show, and it was these white women talking about cooking. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how uh, when they don't like to touch the meat, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, oh yeah, I don't, I, that's one yeah. reason why I don't eat a lot of meat, Yeah, but, I but still, they didn't like to touch the meat. So I they was like, they, it. they talked about how they cut the package or some package was being made to where you could just kind of slide the meat out mm-hmm. and slide it right into the thing. So all these white women going around the panel, n- not trying to shit on you white people, but they went around this panel and it was just like a panel of white folks and it was like yeah girl I just throw my chicken on in there and whatever mm-hmm. and there was a black woman at the end of the panel and she was like am I tripping yeah. am I the only one sitting here thinking like y'all don't wash y'all meat before yeah. you put it into the skillet Yeah. so it's funny that I posted that because one of my white homegirls hit me up and she was like um she was like I don't I do the same thing I just put it in there and I was like well I grew up washing my meat now, mm-hmm. even though, you know what, that may be the name of the podcast, too. I grew, I grew up washing, washing my, my meat. meat. They're going to think I'm talking about my dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the funny thing about it is. I hope you grew up washing your <laughs> But the funny thing is, I was just like, you know what? I washed the meat. We washed meat where we from. Yeah. And then I think I hit you up when I posted it. And I was like, it's crazy that. I don't know why you would, and like I told her, I said, I don't know why you wouldn't wash your meat because the process and all of that shit that's on it. Like, if you don't like th- these women who put it into directly into the frying pan, mm-hmm. they didn't like touching that meat because of the way it felt on their hands, the texture. 
yeah. how slimy it felt. Same didn't reason why you don't say like they didn't want to wash it because they thought it was gonna put bacteria in their sink. Yeah, and it was like, so well, I don't. Yeah. put it in. So the they was like, I'd rather put it gone. in the skillet. But see, the thing about it is, a lot of the misconceived thing is that they think that heat will destroy the bacteria and germs. Not all the time it will. Yeah. So it's good to wash off the yeah, meat. Then you see, then you say that you saw another video at some point. But I, no, the, but first, not even that. How do you season your meat? That's the question I do have for white people. Because that's always seasoning. that's the they, thing. They, that's they it's always it's always been a question. Now this is I'm scratching my ass. My ass is itching. Oh, okay. But it's one of them things. It's crazy because I swear to God, I think to myself. <laughs> Did we just talk about washing. <laughs> yeah, I washed my hand after that. But uh, it's so crazy because when she was saying that, I was like. It's been a thing about white people having bland food, and if yeah. you doing that, then that's why the food exactly. is bland. Because and, and that again, looks, that again no shit, that little sprinkle of salt and no, pepper that is that's not, not See the thing about when you see, I and when I was doing this, I was like, it's funny that I'm talking about this because I just defrosted some chicken. Mm-hmm. I washed the chicken after mm-hmm. I took it out of the bag because it still has that slime feeling. If you put it under that cold water at a 45 degree angle. And you massage it, you will feel it go from a slimy texture mm-hmm. to where you could feel the meat again. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. feel that meat, that's when you do go ahead and put it in a little strainer, let the water drain out, put it into a little basket, mm-hmm. put your little seasoning, sprinkle several seasonings mm-hmm. if you're smart. For me, you can let it marinate by letting it soak into the 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 the. Help me out now. I'm, I'm hanging. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where you... The seasoning. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to let it soak. You got to let soak it up, or you yeah. can cut little slices in your chicken and let it soak it up, marinate. Then you throw it in the skillet. It's yeah. a process. That's why when y'all be like, when when you watch movies and the white person come over to the black person house mm-hmm. and the black person cook and the dad be like, oh, these green beans, uh, these green, yeah. goddamn. Because they probably season. And they do they that see. on the recipe videos, too. They season Like when the they chicken. showing you how to make mm-hmm. something, it's like just one little sprinkle of pepper yeah. and salt. And you like, okay, well, that's it. You see us, we've been on finesse the damn chicken. We finesse the plug. I finesse the plug. So, but that's the thing. Like, we'll get the chicken, we'll season that shit, then we massage it in mm-hmm. there. It's like cocoa butter on skin. You got to get that shit in. you going to have some people taking notes. Oh, man, look at her. <laughs> shit, as long as you know how to get that goddamn plate going. So, I had a question. We had a question from our listeners. Mm-hmm. How should your significant other dress? When they mix company. Now, this was a group question. Somebody yeah. in our group me that we have, you know, they listen to the podcast, they do whatever, they drop this in there, and it was like, how should a person dress? But when they dropped the meme in there, it posed this question, and it had a woman with a nice, uh, is it derriere? Posterior? Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to work on my cussing. People say I say, I cuss a lot, and I say nigga a lot. Oh, so yeah, if you that's no- true. So if you notice, I'm trying to dial it back. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to go away from it because it's who I am. I was about to say, for how long? And the reality is, and it just, shit, it just depends on, I just cuss right there, but... Uh-huh. Okay, so the the girl the picture had, had a she had a crop top shirt mm-hmm. where you could see the breast at the bottom, and she had on like some tight ass uh, sweatpants. And who was over? Like the, it was like the, it was like a boyfriend and his homeboys. Oh, okay, yeah, I think um, that's hard because. You want to be comfortable. Yes. I think when we were together, it was several times I wanted people to come <laughs> over and you was like, to I want to wear my shorts. But I'm like, you can't walk around in <laughs> booty shorts no, because as men, we that. think pussy on sight. Yeah, I never did that just because of that. But it's hard because it's like, if you feel like you're at home, you yeah. want to be And you sitting up with jeans buttoned up yeah, to your throat. you like, too much. Like, this coach breathe. If you have on um, tights or whatever, I think that's fine. Now, the crop top with your breasts hanging out at the bottom, I yeah. think that's a bit much. That's sexy. Just wait for them to leave and then we can take care of that. Yeah, but. You know, well, I can't talk because I don't ever have no bra on. But the, my breasts are really small, so 
You're so crazy. It don't matter. But Niggas people do don't be matter. looking at my nipples. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. They be like, ha, suck the shit out the motherfucker. <laughs> and that's literally probably what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I personally don't think you should wear anything that's revealing. If you're, because it's kind of like, okay, let's say I'm over at your girl's house. Mm-hmm. I mean, or at your house. Mm-hmm. And then you got your girls over you gonna there. You're going to have your gray sweatpants. That's what I'm saying. At some point. No, but I wouldn't do that. If you can see the, why would I come out with a print? Women think just like niggas. When, when you see a woman, I have told I've done this exercise with you a million times. Mm-hmm. I was like, you could have a fat girl, an ugly girl, an attractive girl, whatever. A man can look at him and see something that he would want. Mm-hmm. If he look at a fat girl, he may immediately think, man, she probably give a, a good blowjob. I'll get a blowjob from her, or I can get money from her, or whatever the case may be. Then you not go to the, to then you go to the ski- that big girls are good for. Actually, no, it's not. But I'm just, I'm just saying, saying I'm, I'm just, just giving put, a perspective yeah. or painting a picture of how some men think about certain things or how I even myself have mm-hmm. thought looking at a person. We know what we want in our intentions with pretty much every woman. Mm-hmm. The thing that shakes us to the core and makes niggas settle down and makes niggas want to holler is when we go in with a game plan and the girl fucking changes the whole goddamn game plan. Mm-hmm. When a girl can change a nigga's game plan. That's when we start to look at you in a different light. Maybe I should take notes. I'm just saying that's how it works. That's how it works. So you shouldn't be dressing half-ass naked because you don't want niggas thinking about your girl. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't want no girls thinking about your nigga. I don't know. They gonna think regardless. So yeah. I made a mistake. <laughs> Did you, didn't the, we announce the mistake that you made on the last this is about, What the fuck is going this, on? This, this is about recording from home. When you, that's why I, fuck, I this is why said, I fuck with Spider. You didn't want to go to the studio I tonight. I said, do you want to go to the studio tonight? But this is no, why, I, this is why I fuck with Spider because yeah, I was talking. Let me move the keyboard away because I was talking and it, I was mid singing. Yeah, too. that whole drop, y'all. I'm gonna put some music right there, like the that uh, 1970 store music where it's like, dun, 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 and then I'm gonna just have us come right back. That's literally how I'm gonna do that shit. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta get, I gotta gather myself. So another question we had, we left off with the question of how should your significant other dress when mixed company is around. We kind of gave our little spill about that. The next question we had um, posed to the reality is, is why are black people still whooping our children? Why are we as black people still whooping our children with belts and extensions of things that resemble whips? Mm, I don't know because I don't whip my children. I, I really, I mean. I grew up getting whippings when I did with get a, belt a whipping. And stuff? I got whippings with extension cords when I was. That's uh, abuse. Well, <laughs> what Jay what Jay Z say? That's child culture. That's child abuse. I did, but I can also literally count on one hand how many times I did get a whipping because I wasn't a bad child. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. huh? I, I just don't believe in getting. I got a lot of ass whippings, oh, but, yeah. but I don't believe in whipping kids with belts because I feel like it's a reenactment of slavery. Because when slave owners used to you know, get black people in mm-hmm. line or, or try to get them to fall in line, they whipped them. So um, that's the same fucking thing. Like, you're whipping them to make them inferior and to make them obey and fall in line. Yeah. What is the fucking difference? That's creating fear. I, I don't want my think, kids to fear me. I want them to respect me and know their place. Yeah, I also think that it just depends on um, the dif- the parent and the child. Because, like, for me, I've never had to whip my kids because I can literally sit them down. We can talk. And when they were younger, before they were able to understand some of the conversations that we have now, it's like I could give them a look. And they, they instantly got because it Because they respect you. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like, even with my niece, <clears throat> 
with my niece if I talk to her because she respects me and I've in in in, in um I don't know the word I'm looking for but because I have taught her respect yes <laughs> she knows to respect me and she respects my authority figure mm-hmm. but when I as a as a as a authority figure but when I talk to her if I'm disappointed in her and I show her my displeasure with something that she's done mm-hmm. man she's back in line right off top Oh yeah, and she's she's even cried sometimes because they mm-hmm. hate letting you down. Oh yeah, that goes way further than just the moment of getting a whooping. Like especially because the older the kids get, and I think you've told the story before about you got to the point where you was like, "This don't even hurt me no more." No, nah, so I told my yeah, to? my mom was going ham, and I was just I just had to grab a belt and <laughs> she stop. Was I said, tired. "Man, she," <laughs> and she just swing, and I'm looking at her like. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that would piss me off even oh, yeah. more. So and that's what I don't she even to do. want to be and in that situation. And she'll turn me around and she hit me. And I'm like, girl, do you know this is 230 yeah. pounds? I'm squatting. I'm in the 12th grade. These whoopings ain't hurting me. I wouldn't even want to be in that situation because that would just piss me off yeah. even more. And I just stopped and I said, mom, like, come and on, man. And you probably did that little laugh <laughs> that I can't stand. <laughs> like, come, come, come on, man, ma. Like, you, this all you got at this age? <laughs> that old arm just ain't what it used to be, Romania. <laughs> That's sad. She's just be going to town and like, mom, just punish me. So yeah, no, like I, just I, just give a nigga <laughs> two weeks, two weeks off the PlayStation. Bet, 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 bet. Go ice up that arm, dog. <laughs> <laughs> go put some ice. Go put some ice on that old shoulder. Um, <laughs> no, I don't agree with. Uh, I don't agree with whippings. But like I said, it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I know some some parents have a difficult time with their kids, mm-hmm. more so than others. Uh, that's why I'm thankful to be blessed with the angels that you I. You gotta have. hit that damn pipe. I hear you wheezing over there. You no. inhaled, and I was like, "That's because y'all, you." <laughs> <laughs> that's because. <laughs> That's because of all your Ooh. extracurricular <laughs> making its way over <laughs> to me. <laughs> and it's 104 degrees outside Ooh. right now. My Shit. lungs were not ready. Uh, already. Man, <laughs> you're crazy. So what was that pastor's name? Is it His name ain't John Brown, but it's John, John something. Gray. Gray. That's yeah, it. Yeah, John Gray. So we was watching a video earlier where Pastor Gray was talking about the power of women. Mm-hmm. And here's a little clip right quick. I think women need to realize they are the favor factor. Yes, sir. Which Somebody. means if you are the favor, why would you chase the one who needs the well, come favor? Come on now, yes. If you're the favor, make the person that needs it chase you. Yes, sir. You're the one that has the value. You're yes, the one sir. that carries all the cards. And so if you properly position yourself, then the person who understands they need you should come running after you. Yes. See, and properly position. Properly position. Properly position. And, so, and then a man should have a mission. Because somebody touching the grave. Talk about submit. Somebody but how touching can you the grave. If there's no mission. Yes. So a man should go. present a mission. Come on, Lord. So that the woman can expand the vision. Yes, the Pastor. The power of a woman is the power of multiplication. Yes, Lord. What a man gives in concentrated form, a woman can produce excellently, most unbelievably, exponentially. I gave <laughs> my wife a house, she made it a home. Yes. I give her groceries, she make it. Yes. Dinner. I gave her a seed, she gave me a seed. Yes. Soul. That's the power of a woman. And so women can do what a man could never do. I need that's to, why God mm. gave a woman to a man. Yeah, I'm about to cry. So that's what John Gray had to say in reference to the power of a woman. But the thing that stood out to me mm-hmm. when he was talking about that, he mentioned the uh, properly positioning yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know who the lady was on the left side. 
I know she used to be a rapper or something, right? No, singer. A singer. I yeah. remember her. She was on Kanye, Kanye West. Song. All falls down. When it all falls down. Yeah. Fuck, I can't. And I cannot remember. It her makes name. me so but mad she's that I cannot remember. On the sister circle currently. Okay, that's what the show is. So she was like, "True, the power of positioning yourself." So mm-hmm. he talked about women being all of this, and and men should chase women. And women have this power, and I think I've told you that so many times. Where I'm like, women have so much power to where if they do what a man needs, mm-hmm. that if, if for all the women out there listening, if you're wondering, what can I do to make my man thirst for me at all times? Mm-hmm. Do the things he needs, the things that he need. Make sure you handle those. Mm-hmm. That means that's uncompromisable. That's not even a word, but hey. But it's, it's no compromise. And mm-hmm. then with a woman, same thing for men. Meet their needs. That way, if you can meet all their needs, when you're meeting wants and you can take care of a want, that's mm-hmm. a bonus. So every want that you satisfy is a bonus. That's crazy. I know. I almost knocked my drink over. I'm getting, I'm getting pumped up, man. <laughs> but when he said that, the, but the thing about it is properly positioning yourself. What does that mean? I mean, I think that just means, like, for me, I tell you all the time, I'm very engaging. So mm-hmm. I think it's easy for people to approach me and say, hey, how are you? Yeah. And I'm going to be responsive. I'm not going to look at you like you're crazy or yeah. wonder if you're talking to me. Yeah, Sometimes, even if you're not talking to me, I've had people speak and they be like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. And be like, oh, I was on the phone. Oh, then no. But that starts a conversation because yeah. it means that I'm open and I'm engaging and yeah. I'm welcoming. So to me, that's what properly positioning means. I think properly positioning yourself from a man's perspective is I think we, men, you've heard men say this on the podcast, we're hunters. Mm-hmm. We're hunter-gatherer. We're going to go after what we want, gather it and bring it home. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in dating, you're not food. So of course we're not hunting you. But in dating, we need signs too. Mm-hmm. So properly positioning yourself to me is eye contact. Mm-hmm. If he, if you, if it's a guy that you're vibing with, make eye contact with mm-hmm. him. And when you make that eye contact, smile a little bit. Don't be looking like no stern bitch. Like smile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talk about this shit all the time. You know, you hear people say, "Oh, with black women, you know, they, they always smile. frown and they don't smile." And then yeah. one big thing that you hear about white women is they always giggling and playing with their hair. So it's like at least you know they feeling your ass. Mm-hmm. And that ain't nothing. People like to take shot at white women, but I mean, some shit is just real. I mean, it is what it is. But smile. Engage with your eyes. Mm-hmm. If it's a guy at a bar that you like and he's not paying attention to you because he hadn't seen you, but you think you are the quality that he may like, position yourself. Go to that end of the bar and order a drink. If he's in a store, go shop on that rack. And if he say, hey, I'm looking, what you over here for? Looking for something for your boyfriend? Oh, no. Actually, I just came over here because I saw, you know, and you just start a conversation, mm-hmm. but you have to properly position yourself. And then when you get that man, you get that woman, mm-hmm. you make sure you do the thing they need and take care of some of their wants because none of us are going to be perfect. No. That 80-20 shit, be lucky and did you get 80-20 and not fucking 20 it sounds awful. But you got to properly Nine position yourself. Nine if you leave your 80 for the 20, that's what you're going to get. Uh, how important is uh, patience? How important, <laughs> really? how, important, <laughs> how important is patience when dating? I think patience is important. I mean, you know so many people give board, up. not just in dating, but in life in general. Yeah, but in dating, I think it's pay- I think the reason the question is posed is because 
I mean, who really does have patience anymore? Yeah, because social media, like you said, has made everybody seem expendable. Like, but I sent you that video earlier. The next. And it's crazy that I said it because I sent you that video earlier where I, I don't know what show that is that Puff Daddy's on on Fox now. Mm-hmm. But he was staring down that, the, that guy, the popular meme where it's yeah. like a stare down. And I think the, the meme, the caption was, you and your girl been in a relationship for six years, but you're at a wedding of a friend who's been who's getting married, and they were in a relationship less than you. Oh yeah, we went to quite a few several weddings. Like weddings. That. And when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> and everybody was like, "How long y'all been together?" Then you'd be like, six years." And they'd be like, "Oh y'all, oh we get married." And, then it's and you'd be like, "How long something. y'all got together?" Oh, they was together a year and a half before they got married. <laughs> oh, okay. And you know, for me, I used to always just be like, "Well, that's good for them." Yeah, shit, I mean, you know, that's good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a year and a half that's just too fast for me. Yeah. But, I mean, mm. it just depends. I, but I think patience is important. Like you can't compare yourself. Speaking of in terms of relationships, okay, mm. that person may they may have gotten married after a year and a half, but uh, I a think lot we've of people failed this. though. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I we think was together six years, and we saw times. so many marriages yeah. begin yeah. and end. Yeah, and I was like, God damn. Yeah, that was quick. Y'all want to come learn from us? How to do it wrong and right? And we were nowhere near perfect. Nowhere near perfect. And I was like, how the fuck are y'all? But it's patience. Yeah. I remember the, I remember the day that I knew you had patience with me and I knew that you fucked with me. I think we were drunk. And I was coming home and I was driving your car and I damn near drove your car through uh, your damn living room. No, through my bedroom. Oh, yeah, your bedroom. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I drove, so I basically I just drove. It was it, the hole wasn't that big, but I nah, drove. it a was hole, big, bro. But I drove. <laughs> <laughs> it was big. But I drove a hole. Into, I ran into the garage wall when I was parking. Were we drinking that night? Yes. That's why I only smoke now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, yeah. I was like, damn, we could have. You could have literally had all your shit pushed back in your bedroom. <laughs> that would have been fucked up, and I had no money to pay for it. Yeah. Not one dollar. Yeah, so clearly that was a prime example of me having patience with your ass. Not one iota. Yeah. But I think patience is important, man, because these days we, I've I, I seen, um, I think it was, um, what's his name, Bumby talking about it. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, everybody wants to give up on everything. Yeah. Even, <clears throat> not to be funny, even with our relationship, I, I don't feel like I gave up. I feel like I just, it got to a point where I needed what I needed yeah, and I it needed a break course. it ran its course mm-hmm. for that moment you know so for me it, it's crazy that I still don't feel like I have patience and I think the reason that we are still friends is as an acknowledgement that I feel like in the moment I gave my all mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I think when you have patience you can take these chances and you take these risks mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work out you're able to say hey I did my part yeah. but the people who don't have patience in my opinion when you have those breakups and they always thinking what if or what mm-hmm. I could have did better it's like because maybe you could have stayed a little longer you know sometimes people are leaving because of what other people say or oh, because yeah. they're not happy this person is not doing something but I think we learn in six years of dating and being in a relationship that even if you're in a relationship that long, there's certain things that you're just not going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's where the compromise part comes in. Mm-hmm. And that's where patience turns into compromise. Yeah. And then it turns into something else. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say. <laughs> you were supposed to do nothing. better than that. I, I feel like saying, I gave you a pass turns, just, and mean, you just didn't do nothing with it. I mean, because we kind of talked about it. It ran its course. We did good. We had patience for six years. I think patience is important in anything, but patience doesn't have to mean that you just sit there and you take any oh, no. and everything. No. So I think that's something that should be pointed out as Most well. Most definitely. Most definitely. Good sex versus bad sex. I talked about this on IG not too long ago, and I had a couple of people saying, what is good sex versus bad sex? What do you mean? I need you to expound on that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. 
what is good sex? To me, mm-hmm. good sex is, I mean, good sex is meeting somebody, hanging out, and then you have sex. It's really not a connection. It's really not a feeling. I mean, if, and the feeling that you may have is just the feeling of actually having okay, sex. Okay, so you're going from good sex to, to great, great sex. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. So to me, good sex is, I mean, you have sex, it's good. You know, she gives you head, you have sex, you do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll even try different positions. It's good sex, but good sex to me is sex without emotion. That's me. Great sex is sex with emotion. And I remember, I don't know if it was Trey songs. But what if the sex without the emotions is not good? Then you get rid of them. <laughs> Even if you have sex with emotion And it may not even be your best sex Mm -hmm. You still enjoy it because it's a connection Mm -hmm. I think every Who was it I think he I think it was Trey Songz Wasn't it somebody saying sex ain't better than Something Oh yeah I forgot who sung that song something Trey Songz would say But when you The first time I had sex And I had a connection with a person Mm -hmm. Not being in love with them Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to have a You don't have to be in love To have a connection with somebody Mm Mm-hmm First time I had sex and had a connection with somebody I had sex with, that shit was amazing. That's the kind of sex. Great sex make you, as a guy, have sex with a girl, bust a nut in that girl with no rubber, and then just stay in there and chill. Mm-hmm. That's great sex. That's the only kind of sex I've ever had because I... So you just let niggas pop off in you? No, listen. I'm just I, playing. You need to explain that to them, not to me. I know who you are. You just sound like you a bed wench. No, no, no. <laughs> not at all. I've only ever had sex with people that I've been strongly connected to. Like, you can't get, like, some people have taken it as a challenge for them, some yeah. men, to try to get me because, I mean, it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. If, I, if I don't have a strong connection with you, I'm not going to have sex with you. And I, don't, I don't care how good you yeah. look. I don't care what you have. Yeah. I don't care what you do, what you say. It's just not going to happen. It's so funny because a lot of people too, like I have this conversation with several people and there's so many relationships where people are not even having great sex. Mm-hmm. Like you have so many people and I've talked about this too, talking to so many girls in my life and over my little short lifespan, talking to so many girls when you're talking to them on the phone and women can attest to this too on their ends mm-hmm. where people are saying all these things they'll do. It's mm-hmm. like having a nigga who'll be like, I'm gonna fuck your face. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets there, you sucking his dick and you just, he just, you just sucking his dick. Yeah, there's no face fucking going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he talks all that shit and you may be thinking he's gonna talk to you mm-hmm. while you're fucking you and he ain't saying nothing on social media that portray one thing and they like when you talk to them if you know them in real life it's yeah. like that ain't who you are though yeah we got a home girl like, that's not we got, who you I know are. a couple of girls and it's like they they <laughs> is oozing sex appeal on social media and it's like if somebody if you saw a dick print you probably run <laughs> and it's like we've had in-depth conversations and that is not, not who that, you are yeah so so it, it's crazy why even put that out there and I, then you get offended when somebody takes it yeah, as such. Yeah. So. I mean, it's different. But I, I, I think a lot, like I said, a lot of people out there are talking about having great sex, but they're not having great sex. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it's so many girls out there they that like that. They could be having great sex for them, though. No, I, but what I, some, your, some you of these know. conversations don't add up. <laughs> like, if somebody, like, not to be funny, how many times you have niggas talking, and, and I'm talking girls, mm-hmm. but I've had girls that'll be like, oh, I'll do this, this, and that. And then when that time comes and you get that, it's like, huh? What happened? You said that. I said I like sloppy head. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happened. Or you tell somebody, or, you know, if it's a girl, a, girl, a dude may be like, yeah, I'll eat that pussy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then they could be down there two minutes, and you're like, whoa, whoa. You said you could do this all night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you smacking that girl's ass? Are you pulling that girl's hair? 
Are you, pri- uh, are you scratching this dude's back? Are you scratching his inner thigh? Like, are you biting his? In- like, what? Like, what kind of sex are people having? And yeah. I'm telling you right now, from conversations and from experience, people are not having great sex. Well, you heard it here first, guys. No, this is not even just saying it. Like, this is important. No, it is. I agree. This is an important thing that people need to understand, man. It's too many women out there. You know how many women I have met. I think I was 28 the first time I met a woman and she was like, I've never had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're 28? She's like, yes. Yeah. I you mean, never had is. an orgasm? And man, mm-hmm. look here. And I remember meeting another girl when I was 25. I met some a couple, like, couple last year, a couple mm-hmm. last year. And it's like, mm-hmm. how are you? Not? That's like me saying I've been fucking for 15 years I lost, and I ain't never bust a nut. I lost my virginity at 18. I didn't have an orgasm until I was 21. But see, that's... You're 21 though That's still early no, Like I'm imagine saying, but, being but 30 But even then Even then And the you ain't never bust off But even then The difference Like When I was 18 I was like Oh dang I yeah. lost my virginity Like I had sex yeah. Like I'm thinking That was whatever And masturbating And, then, and, yeah. and getting then, yourself off Is not a nut Like a nigga getting you then off Then at 21 When I actually had orgasm I was like What the fuck was that Yeah <laughs> That leg like, oh, Yeah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control it <laughs> You know, and, and girls be embarrassed too. You know, I know when you, when you eating that pussy real good, or when you dicking them down real good, and they be like, oh, "I just, oh, it's yeah. like you can't control my, just let it out, bitch." I'm used to being in control, so for me, that was something that I had to like just deal mm. with. Cause yeah, <laughs> what is going on around here? Do we need to evacuate? Is that the thing in the hallway? That's yes. <laughs> it look a little smoggy outside. I don't Are know what's sure? going on. That's the heat. It's off. Okay. It goes off every now and again. I was about to jump off the podcast and be like, hey, we got to get out of here. There's going to be, and, we, and literally, off. we on the last topic, too. <laughs> so I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up because we never know. Don't forget about the event to come out on August 18th. Uh, so the reality is uh, Speak Easy, where it'll be male perspectives being given on sex, relationships, mm-hmm. um, why we want to get married, why we don't want to yeah. get married, the struggles that men have in dating and all of that. We got the homie Najee Ellaby from Mind Over Matter coming, Frank Minicana, Melon Origin, T. C. Hughes, Michelle, which is the previous president of the Urban League here in Dallas. Why are you looking like that? Oh, because when you said giving your perspective on dating, I thought we had um, another topic about dating, specifically about the hesitancy or being hesitant to date. Oh, I thought we was getting off because you heard the alarm going oh, off. I ain't trying to burn in this motherfucker. Me either. Right, nigga, I'm already black. I ain't trying to be crispy. Did it that's stop? W- that's one way I don't want to go. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah, done. it stopped. So, what was the last uh, topic we got? I'm sorry, sorry, listeners. <laughs> we didn't know if we it was an emergency and we had to get up out of here. <laughs> so, we were going to talk about um, being hesitant to get back into onto the dating scene. Oh, so with us being yeah, because uh, how long has it been now? We've been it's broken been up for two almost, months. Well, almost a year. Yeah, so it's funny Might because well say right, almost a year. Yeah, so one of your homegirls hit you up yesterday and she was like, "Y'all keep going on these day dates and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah." You know, not blah 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 blah, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. She was just getting past it, but. um she was just talking about that and you were like, no, we're not together. We just still hang out. And for me, I still hang out with you because for one, we've always had fun, Mm -hmm. you know? And like I said, I think we found a place to be able to be, Respectful. We're better than cordial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I mean, we can hang out. Always been respectful. Exactly. Though, so. so for me, it's like I just enjoy hanging out. Like I don't want to go spend my money on some random woman I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you spend your money on some dude you don't know. So we sometimes Hell still not. hang out and kick it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the girls out here ain't that. They just I'm picky. I was having that conversation with my mom the other day, and she's like, "When do you think you'll get back out there?" And I was like, "I don't know." Mm-hmm. Financially, I don't feel like I can afford a woman right now. 
So I'm not even, you know, and that's because I'm so invested in what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. All my money is going to the business, but it's like, I just don't have time with you. You understood that because I mean, you're vested here as well, mm-hmm. but like to deal with that, I just don't want to deal with that. You don't know girls agendas these days. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, it sounds crazy, but I, women ain't clean. <laughs> women ain't clean, man. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how much like, Tar, you our, our butter, like the kids, like you say butter on your teeth. Sound good at all. Like I ain't seen women out here with. I mean, I and these are women. A lot of these women have good jobs and they're professional, mm-hmm. but it's like just. Man, I'm just very picky, man. And then I don't like a lot of people in my space. Yeah, me. I don't argue. You know that about me. I mm-hmm. don't argue. I don't like being nagged. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just don't. I mean. I don't know. I don't want to date right now because I'm enjoying my me time. And but niggas I just is dogs, don't feel though. like, yeah, niggas I don't feel dogs, like I'm I want to um, be invested emotionally with anybody right now. I think y'all take more risks too because yeah. if you go out and you like a guy, mm-hmm. and say for instance, a guy uses you for sex. Yeah, and then, just, but see, if we got used for sex, I don't know too many matter. niggas that matter. Yeah, they be like, all right, at least I fucked this bitch and got some head. She was fine. I got it. Is yeah. She done with me, okay? Because not to be funny, that's happened to me a million times, and that's why I tell niggas, look out for you, mm-hmm. because there's been a million times I've been fucking girls and doing me, and when they're ready to be in a relationship, they could be talking to a nigga the whole time while you and her fucking. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that nigga make himself available and he ready and it's a legit chance, mm-hmm. they'd be like, all right, well, I got to stop because I'm dating Dante now. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is Dante? Can't talk to you no more. And it's Dante. You'd be like, wait a minute. But niggas, they be doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And then when they meet a girl, they like they make it hard. We make it hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, okay, do I cut off this? This this just is pussy, but mm-hmm. I like this pussy. We build a rapport. Then you'd be like, well, I like this girl too. So then that's how niggas start out in relationships wrong because mm-hmm. they want to keep what they had mm-hmm. and get what they want. Yeah, niggas don't know how to cut it out. Girls be cutting us cold turkey. All right, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know I suck your dick last week. I'm getting married <laughs> tomorrow. I met this nigga at two o'clock after I fucked you at one thirty. He talked some good shit. We fell in love. I'm getting married. I can't suck your dick tomorrow. I know we had plans. Niggas ain't gonna be like, mm, God damn, I love this new girl. Ooh, but this girl head was so good. I gotta get this shit a little dip bit longer. Mm-hmm. And dip back, and the time you dip back is the time you fucked up. Yeah, I just don't dip have back time to me. fuck up to come down to get down to pop pop. All right. I don't know. It just made me want to go to some. Yeah. Okay. It just happened. Sometimes <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> Sometimes it just comes out at me, you know. But for real though, niggas be fuck. We be fucking up, man. I'm glad you called it. I don't have time to get caught up with no. I, I don't want. But why like, relationships? I, like relationships said, are so hard though, man. Niggas be so scared. I know. For me, I sit back and I be like, this is one guy. I know. That I'm speaking for a lot of guys. How the fuck do I? Take care of a family mm-hmm. when I'm uh, I have issues and struggles sometimes taking care of myself. I'm a single man. I make decent money. But I, I live mean, a decent life. Yeah. I but mean, if I had a kid, I hear people say that all the time. But really, when you do have a kid or you, you know, transition into a family, it's like it just happens naturally, and all of that stuff is kind of on the back burner. It's like it's important, but yeah. you put it on the back burner because you know it's other stuff that's more important. Yeah. So when I, I don't think when I got, uh, when I had my son and was married, I was 21, 22. At that time, I didn't have nearly yeah. what I have right now. I just, I and just think it was a concern for me, yeah. but I knew that I was going to make it work because that was what I was doing it for. Because I sit up at this time and I think to myself now, you know, being single 10 months and I mean, you know, because we still talk as friends and, 
you know, a lot of times I sit up and I'm literally like, fuck, like, man, I can't keep sitting up in this apartment or, you know, just, you mm-hmm. want more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want just sex. You don't want just blow. Job. You want more. And then you say, how do I get to that more? Mm-hmm. And then when you're faced with how do you get to that more, I know for some men and I know for myself, it's like, I, I just feel like I I just have so many fears about commitment. It's crazy. And, I you know, I'm working on that shit. But it's like when you get to those points, you're like, man, like it's, uh, men get in there. I can't wait for this event, man. I can't wait for this event because these are the type of things where it's like men fear things that we probably shouldn't even fear. Um, Yeah. And honestly, I don't give a fuck what race a woman, especially with black women. They are powerful. You guys are powerful. Mm -hmm. But if you pick the right woman, you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. That's the point. But that's the hard part, too, is picking the right woman Mm -hmm. because shit changes when you get on paper. Yeah. I've never been married, but even you told me that shit from being married. It yeah. changes and when that shit goes it on It wasn't paper. bad. It was just like a natural change. And if you're somebody that doesn't like, like for me, I don't like to be told what to do in a sense. Yeah. Not really like somebody saying whatever or check. You back talking me, bitch. <laughs> no. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. No, so I, I like, I like the fact that it was one of the reasons why we dated for yeah. so long was because it was no, it felt like it was no strings attached. Yeah. Like literally, like we were together, but yeah. it was like, a, you were still carefree. Yeah, I'm a trustful person, so yeah. I know when you would go out, even if you came home at two o'clock, I'd just be like, "Hey, just hit me up, let me know you're yeah, making it." Yeah, and then in. I didn't have to worry about anybody. And see, that's what I say. I feel like I was blessed with two awesome guys. Thank like, you. I went from my my ex husband. They probably like, why you ain't keeping then, girl? <laughs> because I found out that I didn't want to be married. <laughs> And go ahead. You saying and something else. So I I'm went sorry. from my ex husband to you. Yeah. And so I got these great guys and then I just feel like the third one, I I don't I don't yeah. know. Cause this would be my third like serious, serious relationship. relationship. Yeah. Like it's so. hard to get to serious relationships, man. I've had a couple of people. Um I had this girl hit me up in my DMs the other day and I was like, hmm, why is she here? I mean, you already, but no, you can I do, tell. I, no, but not everybody. You got someone, you have but women. But if you have to you, ask but that listen, question. No, 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 Because you have women of character. Mm-hmm. Women of character slide in your DMs too. Don't, don't, don't get it no, twisted. Th- I mean, yeah. Like women of character, you have women of character and integrity. Then you got thoughts. Then you got hoes. And then you have just women who, not to be funny, they are just being friends and possibly could grow to something. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I always question the intention of women like women question the intention of men Mm -hmm. because men are not the only one out here with an agenda. Oh yeah. I think in this day and age too, it's like, I got to do my check. It's running rampant now. It's like women out here trying to make sure they lock something down so that they taken care of. And that's all for me. And I know I've been in several situations where I've had women want to get pregnant or they bring up that option of like having a kid together. We ain't got to be together. You just have a kid together. You know, you're smart. You didn't. I'm like, what? I ain't no sperm donor. What? This is beyond. This is beyond me. <laughs> Shout out to Ha Ha Davis. But nah, for real, you know, I just, it ain't, it ain't, dating just ain't what it used to be. Nah. Then I think about, I think I was talking to somebody. It's like, why don't you do online dating? I was like, shooting fish in a bucket. They was like, what you mean? I was like, I fucked till my dick fell off. I have it's a that fucking that easy. Online dating and just from her stories alone. No, thank you. That's what I'm saying. I, and I know for me, <laughs> if I get on there, I'm like, Shh. and then this thing about it, these aggressive girls, this is the thing I'm going to tell some of y'all women. If you sucking that nigga dick on, in the first week, in the first two weeks, in the first month, that don't mean if that nigga allow you to suck his, your, his dick and he keep coming back, that, that just mean you got some bum ass motherfucking head. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that nigga about to marry you. <laughs> Sex don't make us marry women. 
Sex does. Let me repeat that. Yes, yeah, they allowed it. Sex does not make us married. If you a nigga and you married a girl because of sex, then you a stupid nigga. Mm. You marry a woman for building. Mm-hmm. You get a wife for building things. That's what you get a wife for. What's what? You, what's going on? Why are you looking crazy? I was wondering what that noise was. Oh, the, the chair. Yeah. Yeah. So. You get a woman for building things. We're about to get up out of here, man. That's all I got. It's, what is this, Tuesday again? No, it's Monday. Yeah. So be sure to buy you a ticket, man, for the, the Reality Is Speakeasy event. We appreciate you guys for always listening. Be sure to keep up with all things by going. Be sure. I'm going to read this over. Let me start over. Let me start over. We've been drinking on this episode. This Jameson is hitting. Clearly, yeah, more than not. Jameson is hitting. Be sure to keep up with all things <laughs> by going to... Oh, I still messed oh it up. Oh my God, www. No, 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 that, that ain't even a part. Be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is. Okay. By going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio, Sonos, Amazon, Spotify, we pretty much on all listening platforms. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm going to start saying now. That's what you should start saying. Hey, we everywhere, y'all. Anywhere you listen to a podcast. We going to be in that bitch. Yeah. So if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, be sure to email us at info at the real. Re- Woo. Info at the reality Shit. Boy, that James is Do I need to hit. keep going? Yeah, go ahead and finish it up. My so last but not least, be Ooh. sure to leave us a rating or review on Please. whatever platform you listen to the podcast. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We want to hear from you. Okay, guys. Always remember to inhale courage to exhale success. We are this motherfucker. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.